Now it's time for some baseball talk on Fightin' Phillies Podcast. Here's Rich Baxter bringing you the latest Phillies news, interviews, and analysis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Phillies Talk. It's Phillies Talk Podcast for March 19th, 2023. Only 11 days till opening day for 2023. It's Rich Baxter, and I'm joined with my longtime co-host and good friend, Mr. Matt Vizi. How are you, Matt? Afternoon, Rich. How are you this afternoon? Doing pretty good. Uh, we had some spring training baseball this afternoon. I watched a little bit of it from down there in Florida. You got uh, a general gist of what happened down there. Why don't we lead off with that? Yeah, the Fightings are down six to five right now, uh, heading into the ninth inning in Clearwater. They they got a couple of solo home runs. They got a home run from that uh, from that uh, Reese Hoskins fella. Oh, nice! The big fella hit a solo home run. It was his third of the spring. He actually hit that in the first inning off of old friend, Nick Pavetta. And then they had a solo home run from uh, Cody Roberts, who is DH in today. He's not a, not expected to make the roster, but he had a home run off uh, Pavetta as well. And they, we get, they got a two run double from Nick Castellanos, which is a good sign. So he's had a couple of uh, nice hits recently and, uh, but they're down six, five. They had a five, two lead into the seventh and uh, surrendered a grand slam, actually, that put the Bo Sox ahead six to five. So uh, that grand slam, n- not necessarily a major thing since uh, the Phillies, a lot of the runs that they've given up this spring have been by these uh, extra pitchers and uh, that salami. And it was a, no, it was no no different. They're not really using any of their main pitchers today. Probably the, the only pitcher that would be of interest to Phillies fans is Hans Kraus, who was mm-hmm. obtained in a deal a few years ago. And uh, he's had some injury problems. Uh, still a prospect. Uh, still has some talent, but he's kind of drifted down the prospect rankings lately. And He'll probably, surely he'll open the year in the minor leagues, but he had a nice shutout inning today, struck out a batter, no walks, no hits. So, Philly are down 6 5. It's not really a big deal. And they did get some production from their big league type uh, players. That's awesome. Yeah. We can't put too much into spring training. I, I don't watch spring training all that much. There's been a few games that I have tuned in, I'll listen to it on the radio. Sometimes, but like you said, some of these pitchers we won't be seeing in the regular season. They're giving up hits. They're giving up runs. So the Phillies aren't looking like they will, quote unquote, in the regular season. But um, nonetheless, it's good to see uh, the Phillies back on the field. And it's starting to get close. 11 days, I guess, probably five to six days before the season starts, things will start to get pared down. I'm not sure what time uh, maybe the rosters get reduced. I'm I'm not even sure that they do reduce the rosters, but I'm sure probably within five days to start, we'll probably see regular rotations, guys that will be playing the different positions, certainly for opening day. Uh, yeah, they'll, but- they'll be wrapping the World Baseball Classic up uh, tonight. We'll talk about that in a minute, but – uh, the semifinals, uh, U.S. is playing tonight, and I believe the finals for the WBC are Tuesday. 
So they'll they'll get all their guys, uh, Turner, Schwarber, Realmuto, will will all be back from that WBC service. I would guess they'll probably give them a day off in between um, traveling from Miami and that kind of thing. So you'll probably see them back with the big club next Thursday. There's a, a split squad game with the uh, with the Tigers that day, pair of games. Uh, so maybe they'll be there for that split squad on Thursday. Uh, they could also show for the game next Friday in Dunedin or maybe even be back Saturday uh, for the home game against the Yankees. So at some point later this week, those three will be back with the Phillies. And as you said, there are uh, it's 11 days till opening day in Texas, but there are only nine days. There are no more off days in the Grapefruit League schedule. So they'll be playing every day, you know, weather permitting. There are nine days, 10 games, if you want to include that split squad with the Tigers as two. So uh, it, it'll be baseball every day until they have a, a break on March 29th, which is the day between their final Grapefruit League game and then that opener in Texas. So uh, they finish up on the 28th at home in Clearwater against the Blue Jays. <clears throat> That's a 12.05 afternoon start. And then they'll be, I would imagine, hopping a flight, you know, packing everything up there in Clearwater and hopping a flight to uh, out there to Arlington to open up with the Rangers next weekend. Uh, well, the week, uh, the weekend after next. Yeah. And just two days prior uh, was the one of my favorite games of the whole preseason here. That's Grapefruit League, if you will. Uh, St. Patrick's Day game and Phillies did not wear their green jerseys. I know I have a good buddy of mine that I work with and he said, Oh yeah, the Phillies will be in their green jerseys and all. And that that's what we expect year in year out that we'll see the Phillies and green jerseys. But this year it was well publicized in advance of the game that they will not be wearing the jerseys due to a Nike clause that only allows the team, I believe to have four sets of uniforms uh, this year, maybe five with if they have City Connect, quote unquote, uniforms, which is a, a goofy type of uh, uniform that Nike came up with, with a, a way out design. Um, I did like the Houston City Connect jersey, if you will, um, a little bit, um, but some other teams uh, over the last year or so that we saw them debut, I thought they were stupid plain and simply but you know rich i agree with you i haven't seen a city connect jersey yet that i like so uh, i you know i i i don't know how many of these things they're actually selling i'm sure that yeah. that's really all it is it's like a merchandising thing a chance to sell an extra jersey but i'm yeah. sure there are a few people you know who who are out there putting i mean they're they ask good money for these jerseys and you really know I, I haven't seen one yet that would make me spend money on it. Uh, as yeah. you said, the Nike deal allows them to have four plus the city connect and the Phillies already have their, their, their standard four jerseys. They have their regular home and away jerseys. They have the powder blues and they have the creams. And I like that combination for them. So I don't really want to see them change anything. Uh, you know, if anything, I was always in the camp of let's go back to the powder blues as their road jerseys and get rid of the road jerseys that they have now. Uh, and then, then you could have a St. Patty's day as their fourth Jersey, a green version, but uh, otherwise I'm, I'm, 
perfectly happy with the jerseys that the Phillies have right now. And I'm not really looking forward to a City Connect one, although I'm sure they'll have one at some point. Yeah, I believe it's supposed to make its debut uh, this season. Um, I haven't seen it yet. It's been kept under wraps. Uh, when I find it, we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast for sure. But at least the Phillies had a, um, a St. Patrick's Day hat on this year, although I didn't really care for that too much. I, and I have last year's hat, which or maybe even the year before that. Uh, but this is what they look like this year. If you're uh, watching us on YouTube or the video version of the show, it had, had like a gold inlay under the Phillies logo, Kelly green in the front, but sort of a, a dark green in the back uh, on television. It almost looked like a black back um, hat, but I uh, wasn't a big fan of this one this year. I don't think I'll be buying that one. Yeah, yeah, I like it, but I have a couple of, you know, Phillies green ball caps, you know, and one green ball cap is good enough for me for St. Patty's Day. And I'll probably never buy another one in my life. So uh, unless that wears out somehow, but I only wear it, you know, a couple of times around St. Patty's Day. So uh, I'm fine with mine. And that's an I think it's a nice looking, you know, cap, but I had no reason to go out and buy another one. And I had some uh, friends who we went down uh, to spring training last, my wife and I, uh, in 2011. So it's been a while now. But we went down at this time for St. Patty's Day, and it was a ball. Uh, It was very Mm -hmm. nice to see everybody in their green jerseys, like you said. And all the the fans are all, whether the Phillies are wearing green or not, uh, all the fans were decked out in, you know, green versions of Phillies paraphernalia jerseys, caps, that kind of thing. And uh, the group that we went down with still goes down, and uh, my cousin's a part of that. Uh, A lot of friends are part of that group, and they were all down there. I saw a big group picture of them. They were all wearing their green Philly stuff. So a good time had by all around, especially around St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that's always a great time to uh, to be down there, especially uh, in person. But uh, this jersey's grown on me a little bit. If you want to talk a little bit about jerseys for a minute. Uh, USA, the Team USA, of course, uh, World Baseball Classic last night. Uh, Trey Turner advancing the USA. We may not have seen them in tonight's game. Hadn't it been for Trey Turner? He hits a grand slam, advances USA into the semifinals tonight, and they have to beat Cuba tonight to go on for the finals. That'll be Tuesday night. But, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast uh, as we're doing it, the day that we're doing it, it's a World Baseball Classic already in the semifinals tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, it will start off and the USA needs to win one more game to get to the big final. Yeah. Kind of interesting last night in that uh, Mark DeRosa had the Phillies, his Phillies contingent lined up together at the bottom of his order. He had uh, Schwarber seven, Real Muto eight, Turner nine. And uh, they really came through as they have been pretty much uh, most of this tournament. Schwarber homered earlier in the tournament. Real Muto's had a number of big hits. He's hitting 625 now down there in the tournament. Um, Schwarber yesterday was one for three with a run scored. Real Muto was two for three with a run scored. And just ahead of Turner's big slam, uh, I was happened to be watching it, and Real Muto got hit by a pitch. And who was... I mean, it was a moment, Rich. I mean, uh, I don't know if you got to see it at any point, but uh, JT did not 
enjoy that hit by pitch at all. And uh, kind of like, and didn't Reese Hoskins bat slam it, but he kind of slammed his bat down a little bit, aggravated, was staring out at the pitcher as he walked towards, um, as he walked towards first base a little slowly, gave him that real evil eye glare. Uh, so, I mean, it was really, I mean, I was like, are we going to see a charge to mound here you and know, real, in, the, in the WBC? And real Muto isn't really known for his uh, emotions too much. No, I, I think it was just the idea of, you know, he got hit and it probably hurt smarted, you know, yeah. and he's like, uh, really? You know, it was kind of like yeah, that kind of yeah. like look and really glared at him, Rich. You want me to come out there, you know? Yeah, it was kind of that kind of look, you know, he, he was obviously pissed off. Yeah. And then uh, right after that, Turner comes up and he, and he got behind 0-2 and, and just um, the, the pitcher, and I don't remember who it was for Venezuela, but just laid a meatball, a beach ball over the plate and Turner did not miss it. He crushed it, that grand slam. Uh-huh. Um, that, that put the USA ahead. It was a really... Uh, it took you back to, you know, red October. I mean, it was a really thrilling moment and, uh, you know, USA from the brink of elimination, you know, went from down and they had been leading for much of the game. They scored three in the top of the first, uh, Venezuela got two back. The U S opened up a five, two lead into the bottom of the fifth and Venezuela got a crooked number. They scored four times, went up six, five, uh, got a home run, uh, second home run of the game for, uh, one of the big Venezuelan hitters, uh, Hey, again, I'm drawing a blank uh, for who it was, but uh, they got a big two run, a big solo home run to make it seven to five. And then uh, they got Turner's USA got Turner's home run in the eighth to make it nine to seven. So uh, throw a thriller, thriller last night. And now they got Cuba tonight. Uh, they're USA coming back on uh, no rest. Cuba's had a couple of days. Uh, I think they had two or three whole days off since they advanced. Uh, they were playing their their pool play overseas. So they came back and uh, Cuba would be ready. Cuba trying to go back, I think, to the finals for the first time since maybe, you know, 15 years ago or something. Um, and then the, the, that'll be the winner of they'll face the winner of Japan against uh, I believe that it's uh, Mexico. Japan and Mexico play at seven o'clock tomorrow. Uh-huh. So, uh, and then yeah, you'll Monday. then then there'll be the then will be the championship on Tuesday. So it's U.S. Cuba Sunday night. It'll be Japan Mexico on Monday night, and yep. then the championship seven o'clock uh, be carried by FS1 on Tuesday. That yeah. game tonight, uh, people can see also at seven o'clock on FS1, and the same thing tomorrow if they want to watch the Mexico Japan game. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. I'll be watching tonight's game a little bit there. Um, USA and Cuba going at it. And as you said, Trey Turner responsible for bringing the USA into the World Baseball Classic semifinal. And um, after the game, he was saying how the stadium was electric. Uh, He hit an 0-2 bomb of a home run said mark DeRosa, manager of the team usa uh his quote was trey turner stepped up and just with an o2 absolute bomb so that was uh that was the the talk after turner hit it of course uh he's 29 years old 
appeared in 43 playoff games, it says here, in his big league career, including the 2019 World Series with the Washington Nationals. So he has some playoff and World Series experience, signing the 11-year deal worth $300 million with the Phillies. And now he's the hero that gets the Team USA onto the semifinals. So uh, as you said, we'll have to see if the Phillies connection can help them again tonight in the semifinals. Of course, they have to win tonight to go on. They lose tonight. They're out of the tournament. Japan facing an unlikely foe in Mexico. Um, I think Japan has the edge there. So uh, maybe we'll see a USA versus Japan for the finals on Tuesday night. Well, coming in, uh, USA, Japan, Dominican Republic were the uh, top three rated teams. They were, they were by most predictions, they were clearly the three favorite teams coming in. Uh, the Dominicans got upset. You know, they got knocked out in Mexico. Uh, all power to them. You know, they earned it. So, uh, yeah, Mexico will be facing a, a fantastic Japanese team led by Shohei Otani. And uh, they have a number of, you know, strong big leaguers and uh, Japanese leaguers on their team. So uh, they're, they're a very formidable team. Uh, Japan won the first two. WBCs, uh, there have been four. The Dominicans won the third one. The U.S. won the last one. So uh, I think most people are looking forward to or following this uh, Japan-USA matchup for the final. But, hey, listen, Mexico and Cuba, they're, they're, they have long baseball histories, and they would love to get there as well. So should be a couple of interesting semifinals. Yes, it should be, and we'll see if the USA can do it this year. Um, not an automatic, especially since they could have been eliminated uh, if it wasn't for Trey Turner's dramatic uh, grand slam to uh, get them to the semifinals. Um, he might be the, the best person that I could get for my jersey, as we talked about on the last show. Uh, I was thinking about getting an authentic jersey this year. And uh, with that hit, I, I think that almost solidifies it. Uh, I'm still considering a couple other jerseys, but uh, I think Turner's got my vote for now. What a what a fantastic pickup, Rich. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Turner play for the Phillies. Philly fans are going to love this guy. He is a he's a legitimate uh, MVP caliber, uh, almost perennial you know, All Star talent, and. Uh, who knows, you know, these, the long contracts that they're giving out and Turner's got a 10 year, you know, Bryce has a number of years left on his deal. Who knows how these deals will work out on the back end, but for the next, you know, three, four, five years, uh, he's going to supply the Phillies with some outstanding, exciting uh, baseball. So I, I think he was a, just a fantastic signing by the ball club. And uh, I'm as excited about him as any free agent that they've signed in recent years outside of Bryce. So uh, great pickup by the Phillies. He's having a nice spring. Uh, he's having a nice spring here and now down in the WBC. Uh, it's nice to see JT playing well. 
They have a, a number of other players. This has been a pretty decent spring training for a bunch of guys for the Phillies. Uh, Aaron Nola is pitching really well down there in, in the spring over 11 and two-third innings. He's only allowed eight hits. He's got 11 strikeouts. His batting average against is just 190. They've gotten some uh, fantastic work from C Craig Kimbrell, who was a big signing for them. Uh, Zach Wheeler just made a nice start. Uh, some of the bullpen arms, uh, Sir Anthony's pitching well, Brogdon's pitching well, in addition to Kimbrell, uh, Andrew Bellotti pitching well, uh, new, the newcomer, Matt Stram pitching well. So um, Alvarado pitching fantastic, hasn't given up anything yet this spring. I'm, uh, I mean, I may be forgetting somebody, but they're, they're, the bullpen's been doing well. The guys that yeah. they have to count on, uh, Nola's been doing well most of the spring. Wheeler had a nice outing his last out. It's uh, If they can just get uh, another Taiwan Walker uh, also, he looks like he's going to be a real uh uh, pick up. Uh, certainly, I expect better than uh, we got last year at a Kyle Gibson from Taiwan Walker. So it's uh, it's really we hope that Ranger Suarez is okay. The club said today that mm -hmm. they expect him to be ready the first week of the season, but he'll he'll be he's behind everybody else because he did have a slight injury situation. So they're expecting the Ranger will be ready that first week. He'll probably make one of those starts in the Yankee series, the second series of the season. Um, so, you know, it's awesome. the big things right now, uh, the hitters, uh, I talked about the pitching, but uh, the hitters, Derek Hall, just having a phenomenal spring. Uh, he's hitting yeah. 293, leads the club with five homers. He and uh, Nick Castellanos, who, I, like we said, had a two-run double today, uh, came in with nine RBIs, tied for the club lead. Uh, Jake Cave, who's trying to push for a bench job, has nine RBIs. It's in 429. Uh, Edmundo Sosa has been fantastic. Four homers, eight RBIs, batting 500 uh, with a 1564, which is unheard of OPS. So Sosa, you know, is, I don't know that they'll consider Rich – uh, at this stage, platooning at second base, a strict platoon. Yeah. But if Stott, you know, doesn't get it together, he's only hitting 189 this spring with a 609 OPS. And uh, I think he's going to be fine. And I think that they should start him playing every day. But the way Sosa's playing, and he's a nice little player. You know, if he, we could see him, you know, take some. Uh, games away from Stott, especially against left those left-handed hitters, uh, pitchers. I apologize. Yeah. yeah, Alec Bohm's been hitting the ball hard. He's got three home runs. Uh, he's only hitting two forty-four, but like I said, he's hitting the ball hard. He's got an eight forty-eight OPS. Uh, Reese Hoskins has three yeah. homers. He's going deep again today. His third home run. He's hitting three twenty-one this spring. Awesome. So there are a lot of good signs down there, uh, uh, Rich. So I'm looking forward to getting this thing started. Yes, indeed. And next week, we'll have our predictions for the show here on the Phillies Talk podcast with Rich and Matt. Uh, I got my uh, press guide for the Phillies. Um, be reading that later on tonight. And uh, very excited about the season as well. Opening day, just uh, 11 days away here as we're doing the podcast today for Phillies Talk podcast. But uh, can't wait for the next show, Matt. Appreciate the time. And thanks for joining us. Check us out. Matt's over at Phillies Bell so on Twitter. Go to at 
Phillies Bell, like that bell that rings out in the outfield when they hit a home run or win a ball game at Phillies Bell on Twitter. Very awesome. You can find me at Fighting Phillies as well on Twitter or fightingphillies.com is the home of Phillies Talk podcast, as well as everywhere you can download it on the internet for podcasts and YouTube. So, and Facebook. So check us out. Phillies Talk podcast. I know there's another one with the same name, but look for With Rich and Matt. You spell that along with it, you're going to find us. Matt's been a great talk with you. I can't wait for the next show, our predictions. You have a great week, and we'll see you uh, next week. Too, Rich. Go Phils.